1988, he startled us with a frightening vision. Then he was destroyed and left for dead. Now, he's about to be reborn. He's back. Child's Play 2. You know, we haven't gotten a decent night's sleep since he got here. It's playtime again. Hey everybody, this is Brandon Ford and welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. I'm very happy to announce that I have James Garibay back with me. Say hi, James. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? And we are doing Child's Play 2. <laughs> Sweet. And James is very excited because this is one of his favorites, right? Well, it is the best of the sequels. It's got that whole Frankenstein motif going. Uh, With the way that it gets brought back to life. Kind of. I never really put that together. Ah. Well. I think you're reaching. Maybe just a little, but you know what? electricity dead yeah bodies. that's that's true that's true so we have that yeah and we also have christina lease she's awesome and we have alex vincent coming back and we have garrett graham who is a total douche canoe is that the dad the foster father yeah yeah and jenny agutter from an american werewolf in london always forget what I see her from. Yeah. That's the only other movie I'd seen her in. Yeah. And I love that movie. And that's a great movie. Never remember. (laughs) It's a great movie. Um, Probably the uh, best werewolf transition uh, ever put to film. Oh, hands down. Didn't that get an award that year for special effects or something? Yeah. Rick Baker. Nice. A lot of stuff for that one and but um yes yeah, so i'm gonna get the plugs out of the way and then we're gonna get started so as always please don't forget to check out my stuff my books in paperback and kindle editions on amazon by going to amazon.com or the amazon app typing in brandon ford you also find my amazon author page if you prefer audiobooks, you can find several of my titles on audible.com and the Audible app. Just type in Brandon Ford and it'll pop right up. If you don't already, please follow me on Instagram at writerbrandonford, as well as Twitter at Brandon Ford. And I just signed up with Letterboxd. So if you want to follow me there, I am at Brandon Ford. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, recommendations, feel free to email me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. Last but not least, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. The more ratings and reviews the podcast gets, the more it gets bumped in the algorithms, the more it pops up for horror movie searches and such. So if you want to get the Blind Rage podcast a little more exposure, it only takes a few seconds just hit the drop down and select a rating, even if it's not a five star. So 
So give us those stars, people. There you go. And James works very hard. Damn right I did. I had to come in here, I had to open a laptop, and I had to log into my Netflix account. Who remembers passwords anymore? Seriously. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I'm not even paying him. Can you believe it? I'm not getting paid myself, so... It's We're only. here simply because we love it. We're here for the for the for the pure love of Chucky. That's Damn why Skippy. we are here. That's why we are here. So, if you want to watch along, I'm sure you'll have. No, well, it's on Netflix, so you can watch there. Netflix and has two, three, and I think Bride, Seed as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I haven't gone that far. Well, why the fuck would you? <laughs> um, Seed is like a guilty pleasure for me, as dumb as it is. I know so a lot of people stupid. do. It, you know, it tickles me. I just the one the one scene that makes me laugh is when Tiffany is dragging Jennifer Tilly's body. And she goes, "Fuck, she's fat." Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and of course, John Waters. Uh, he's a riot okay so so without too much hesitation should we do this brandon yes absolutely i'm ready are you ready i am okay so we're gonna do a three two one count and then we are going to get into child's play two here we go three two one play Alright, so we have the helicopter. Now, then the 3D Universal Pictures. Mm-hmm. I actually remember the first time I saw this. Yeah. And I, I was well. Let me just say this first. Um, I remember. Just like I said in the previous commentary, I remember the TV spot for mm-hmm. it. And I remember being in my living room and just being attracted. I wasn't even paying attention to the TV. And I just remember being. Um, I just remember being. Uh, uh, my having my attention drawn to the TV by the sound of Chucky's voice. And I remember my initial reaction was, oh, Child's Play is coming on TV. Uh-huh. And then when you get the starry Jack, Chucky's back. I was like, ah. <laughs> Got you um, all excited. I was very excited. And this was when I was in, I think... fourth grade i want to say wow um and i have said in many a commentary and that's because it's true i was not a spoiled brat i did not have parents that went above and beyond to give me everything i wanted i did not it was not an ask and ye shall receive household um 
which I guess I resented at the time, but now I'm glad because I think I would be a totally different person had I gotten everything I wanted. Right. It makes you grateful but for the stuff you got now. It does. And so when the movie came out on video, um, my it was, when it was a new release, we didn't go to we didn't even have a blockbuster at this time i don't think Mm -hmm. so we just had our mom and pop that we used to go to and mom and pops only had at most three copies of new releases right at least the new releases that would be big renters and so i think i had tried to to rent it and it 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 wasn't in. Um, so my mom made a deal with me. She's like, um, what time do they open? It's like 11. She's like, all right, well, when you go to school tomorrow, I'm going to go for you, which is very out of character. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for you right at 11 when they open. And I'm going to get it for you. That's and so sweet. I know. And again, very out of character. <laughs> so, it's just, so, and I was convinced that she was going to go there and it wasn't going to be in. Mm-hmm. But when I got home from school, she had it. And wow. I was so excited. And I put it right in. And I crouched on the floor in the living room and I watched it. And I remember the first shot of Andy saying to my mom, oh my god, he looks so different. Really? Yeah, I thought he looked totally different. Huh. Well, I I mean, two years can't make a difference, I guess. Yeah, well, especially when you're, like, all of six. Yeah, that's true. Plus, you know, uh, part one was probably shot in 87, so... Yeah. I think I first saw this was when on... It was on TV, probably, because my mom took my brother and one of my sisters to go see it, and they saw it in theaters. And then I remember my brother coming home and telling me all about it, but I didn't have the opportunity to... I don't know why I didn't go with them. I mean, I don't know, I was probably too young or something. But, yeah, I don't... I think it was probably like on TBS or something. And I was, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight? A couple years after it came out, but I just remember having... I didn't have as much fun as the first one, but it was still a fun sequel to to follow up with. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Do you remember watching the TV version uh, in comparison to the theatrical cut or the cut that was released on video? Um, I just remember it's a different ending. There's a different ending. There's a lot of the scenes are extended. Like um, the scene with the guy who is what's his face is he's like his assistant oh the assistant guy um yeah the scene in the car when he calls gabriella and they're talking about meeting up and he has to get the vodka uh 
In the TV version, right before that, he calls his wife. That's right. That's right. And that, yeah. So I, there's that, and during the scene when the foster parents are arguing, it's longer. Um, Garrett Graham has a bit more of a monologue about how unstable Andy is. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the biggies that I that that stand out yeah i remember i remember the phone call but i don't really recall the argument i mean if i really think about it it sounds familiar but yeah it's just i've watched the dvd so many more times now i love doing you know child's play marathons or any kind of marathon if i don't have anything going on yeah it's awesome I think this, yeah, this is the introduction to Alex. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. I remember looking at his, and he, he, you don't think he looks different? I mean, he does. Um, his adult teeth are coming in, you know, his face is a little more filled out. Yeah, he looks older. You know, he looks, he just, yeah, exactly. Just older. He's not a baby. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh, Alex, you're so cute. I just want to pinch your little cheeks. <laughs> I just, you know, I guess I was expecting Andy from the first one. Yeah. And yeah. And Alex and me are we're about the same age. Mm-hmm. Um I think he might be a year or or so older than me. Right. I think he was born in 82 cuz he was 6 at the time of filming. Oh, well then he's a year younger than me. Or is it 80 what do you want me to do with the doll? Yeah. That's that's the right math, right? 88, 6, so... I don't know. Her, the social worker, I don't know her name. But she's been in a million things. She's a character actress. Really? Oh, yeah. She played, um... The... You said you've, you're not a Seinfeld person. Um, not anymore. I was when it came out, but I've seen every episode so many times. I just, I can't do it anymore. Uh, well, well, she was the mother of George's fiance, Susan. Was she? Is, yeah. Huh. Okay. That's, that's one of the main things that stands out to me. Mm. Um, okay. But she's been in a ton of stuff. As was Miss Kettlewell. Yeah, she's like she was like in every 80s movie. Yeah, she was also in that movie um to Wang Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Mhm. And that terrible movie about the bus with a bomb, Speed. Oh god. <laughs> and um Donnie Darko. I love the line that she says <laughs> when they're in the principal's office. He told me to take the video and insert it forcefully up into my anus. Oh. Something like that. That's a movie that I've been meaning to give a second chance because I didn't yeah. really get it the first time I saw it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't I'll... think too hard about it, it's it's pretty enjoyable. I just remember a lot, a lot of 
What the hell is this? Yeah. Um. And I remember liking Drew Barrymore as the teacher. Yeah, she was awesome. It is very kind of weighty. You have to pay attention to everything that's happening because it's all kind of important. But it's good. Have you seen the sequel? No, I, ha I never had the chance to. I heard it was okay, but not as good as the first. I think it was straight to video. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah. Yeah, there are little things that I remember about Donnie Dark. I remember the the weird bunny rabbit. I remember Drew Barrymore, and I remember Jake Gyllenhaal masturbating during a therapy session. Yeah, but in his defense, he was under hypnosis. Mm. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little Jake Gyllenhaal masturbation. Oh, and I remember the scene uh, where he's arguing with his sister at the dinner table and he calls her a fuck ass. Yeah. <laughs> that was something that I, even though I didn't really like the movie, that was something that I <laughs> used to say on a semi-regular basis <laughs> to people. <laughs> I just used to say, you're such fuck a ass. fuck ass. <laughs> It's a pretty memorable thing to call somebody. Yeah, I forgot that about that house. That house is just hideous. Are you talking about in Child's Play too? Yes, like the pinks and the blues and the uh, the curtains. Are Those okay, doors. But... It's so. It's like a playhouse, right? And it's, you know, the statue, it's so fragile. Why are you going to put it on a table where anyone's knees can knock it off? I know. It's so low to the <laughs> fucking ground. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's kneeling to see it. It's a horrible place. I don't know. I like Joanne. Yeah. Yeah, she's nice. She's a sweetie. She's a little, she's a little more understanding and patient yeah i was about to say like patient forgiving i guess but and there's really nothing to forgive yet <laughs> well she wants to help she yeah. knows this kid's been through a lot yeah. and she her, wants to like, give him a better she, life her heart is absolutely in the right place sure and phil is against it from the get-go yeah there's christine i know Looking God. very Madonna, I must say. She was actually supposed to uh, play a young Madonna in like a Madonna mockumentary. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think it, it never came to fruition, but that's what she um, told me at the convention because she had some pictures of herself when she was in between this and like 90210 and this the clothes she's wearing is very 80s madonna and like it's spitting image of madonna back then and that's when yeah. she told us the story yeah and that i'm pretty sure madonna is wearing that same hat mm -hmm. on the cover of the justify my love single right with the big old mole mm -hmm. yeah God, she was so cool. She really is. Anyone out there who goes to conventions and you see Christina Elise is there, get her autograph. It's freaking worth it. She is so cool to talk to. 
I remember being so excited when she was on 90210. Yeah, my brother had the biggest crush on her. I think if he was to ever meet her now, he'd probably uh, try and work some game. <laughs> and there was... I don't think she was on that many episodes, but they, they did that thing that a lot of... It's like kind of a trope with, in particular, soap operas. Um, when they need to get rid of a character, they make them go crazy right <laughs> or either that or they kill themselves for whatever reason or fall down but an yeah, elevator she, shaft yeah there's that <laughs> but yeah she i don't she, i don't remember what her her thing was but Man. she she was like bipolar or something and i just i just remember this the ads for the episode where she really cracks mm. and she was going to um, light a, f a big float on fire that they were working on. Right. And I just remember her like being like totally zoned out and just sloshing the gasoline. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> and of course, she never lights the fire because right. I think Jason Priestley talks her down or something. Of course. But then I don't remember how many years later, but... I had stopped watching it by that point, but there was a promo uh, for uh, that week's episode, and it was like, Emily Valentine returns. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I, the only thing I remember about that episode is Brandon walking her to her hotel room and saying I don't want to go and she's just looking at him and saying then don't Oh. yeah I used to watch that on a weekly basis but then I don't know just kind of fell out of it I would watch like the big like sweeps week I guess episodes like the one where they had the fire mm -hmm. at the at the I think it was a college party. Um, and of course, when Christine returned. But like, if I, if there was a pro, if there was an, a promo for anything remotely interesting happening, I would tune in just to see it. Right. But That's how they get I, you. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't a faithful um, viewer after the first first second season i think yeah same here that's about the time i got really big into the x-files that's hilarious he's just sitting there in the driver's seat wow a car phone i know <laughs> Doesn't? Oh God! I don't even know if anybody re would remember, but I would think a, the car has to be on for the car phone to work. Uh, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. My stepdad had one for a short while, but yeah, I mean that would make sense, you know, because it's got to be powered up somehow. Did you notice? 
um, when he was trying to put the doll in the trunk and he couldn't squeeze it in there, mm -hmm. that it's clearly like a doll meant to be like fucked up. Yeah. Cause like the the eyes are painted. They're they're not they're not eyeballs in sockets. They were so obviously painted on. Right, right. It's like a hollow plastic head. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing that always kinda I don't wanna say bugged me, but I but that I noticed. I know he works for a toy company, but is it really necessary for his car to be full of all this shit? Yeah, seriously, dude. Like, you're hoarding shit that you don't need. You don't even have kids and you're cheating on your wife. What an ass. Yeah, I think they probably cut that out of the theatrical version to make him more sympathetic yeah it's killed but yeah I mean, he's a corporate bigwig mm. we're not supposed to care about him no <laughs> just like we're not supposed to care about his boss when he gets killed in the beginning of part three i know right he can't even die with dignity he's got to cry about it Although, I will say that would be a horrible way to die. You suffocated? I know. And to be tied with jump ropes. Right? Like, come on, dude. He's a doll. He's not gonna have a gun. Your car's just filled with him. You know, like, you could have easily gotten out of I this. don't think he knew that it was a doll. I'm sure he knew. He saw it in the rearview mirror. Did he? Are you sure? How can you not? <laughs> I don't know. I think he was hiding behind the headrest. I don't think he knew. Uh, I don't know. Because why would he be, if he knew it was a doll, why would he be offering him, um, you know... He's saying, I don't have a, I don't carry cash. I have a gold card. I can get you anything you want. Why would he say that to a doll? Because he's freaking out. <laughs> I call bullshit. Mm -hmm. I just I always know. assumed that he didn't know yeah. what was going on. It would make more sense, but, you know, one of us has got to tear it apart. Here's my favorite fairy tale. What are they reading? Hansel and Gretel. Oh, it's always Hansel and Gretel. And who, for crying out loud, leaves the damn front door open in Chicago? Well, these are the Chicago suburbs. That's no excuse. Aww. Doesn't he have a picture that he looks at with um, he and, and Catherine Hicks? Yes, um, he has it in the car when they're driving him to the house. Mm. And he's, yeah. Aww. 
in the in the French, this is another uh, French dub that I studied. And in the French dub, the woman who dubs her voice hums the same melody. Really? She had to because it co- it morphs into the score. Huh. Shit. Okay. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> That's cool, though. I mean, not everyone would... I imagine not every... Um, country would take that kind of care. <laughs> yeah, the French dubs are really good for these. And like I said, the guy who does Chucky, um, it does a really good job. I want. If you have, you have the Blu-rays, right? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, so you can you can check them out. Indeed. Oh, and this looks like. My best friend gave me the um, DVD collection years ago, and I have those and the Blu-ray, but because it's my best friend, I haven't been able to get rid of these, the DVDs. <laughs> and the like... one that just has two, three, and Bride? And Seed. Yeah. Um, mine didn't have... Mine didn't have Seed. Yeah, that's got like a um, little raised image of Chucky and a little shelf of weapons. It's pretty fun. Oh yeah, the, I didn't have that one. It's funny they keep they keep releasing cuz I think the one that I had was called the Chucky collection is is that what yours is called? Um The I had the first one it's Chucky's 20th 20th birthday edition, so that would have been 2008. And then the sequels is the uh, Killer DVD collection. Yeah, I think that's what mine was, but it didn't have, it didn't have seed. Mm. Weird. Yeah, my brother's got the complete collection that looks like it has that. It's the good guy box, and I just have the simple Blu-ray discs. But oh, I have, I have the set that is just one through cult because that was before curse no no curse one through curse yeah that's that's the one for cult yeah that's the one i got the full collection is one through cult that's what my brother has Mm -hmm. oh and she's aging really well you know, like, you can tell that she hasn't had any work done. How old is she? Uh, I don't know, 40s, 50s? Let's find out, shall we? Chris. She's probably about 18 here. 18-ish. How old is she? She was born in 1965. So, so what's that, 56? Yeah, mid-50s. Yeah, and she's she's still gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, you can tell at conventions that she's so appreciative of her fans. Oh, that's cool. Like she, yeah, like she loves being a part of this franchise, even though it's even even if it is just this one movie. Well, 
one in a fraction movies, but still, you can tell she wears it with pride. I wonder why she never went by her her real last name. What is it? McCarthy. Oh, yeah. I love that. He had to think for a second. Right. Hi, I'm... And then the eyes turned to the side. Tommy! <laughs> yeah, smart move, but... Pointless. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I would burn that thing and destroy it with an axe. Burn it and destroy it with an axe. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Is he wearing corduroy pants? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. They're just ugly and green. <laughs> Oshkosh Bagosh was all the rage back then. <laughs> yeah, see, I always wanted to know more about Kyle. She's just such an interesting character. Yeah, like, you only scratch the surface of who she is. She's very um, strong-willed. Yeah. She's a very, a very strong female character that you really don't see in movies like this. Yeah. Not only because she's self-sufficient and she gives Andy that talk about realizing that the only person that she can count on is herself, mm -hmm. but the way she goes to save him, you know? Well, yeah, you can tell from the part where they're doing the laundry that, you know, like she's starting to care for this kid and even, kind even, this, of. even this swinging scene, you know, like she's kind of treating him like a little brother there. I think this this is where it's it 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 starts. Right. A little, I, yeah. Like the I'm, laundry scene. Mm. It, like that's kind of a way I see it as just kind of like they're the ice is breaking down for them a smidge but then when she's when he asks her about her parents you know like that's when she when she's starting to open up to him a little like that's when it like really the seeds planted and she like she's really starting to care about him mm. i like the don't forget your doll line. right and even the clothes that she wears you know mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about this before yeah yeah, and it's 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 really not anything that I ever noticed or thought about before. No, like it's like a that's like a symbolism at its greatest right there. It's very it's very subtle. Yeah. The way and you don't you don't really see characters have an arc. No. Like that, like no. that. In, in these kinds of movies because she definitely does have a full-on arc oh, and absolutely. like you said when she before when her clothes changed toward the end and she kind of takes on the role as the mother and you know she goes to to save him in in a very maternal fashion mm -hmm. um it's also interesting too when you think about it that she's 
driving a station wagon, which is a very mom car. Right, exactly. It's a, it's a family car. Yeah, like, and nothing is done by accident. That's one thing I love about movies. You know, like, why do they choose this, this color? Because it's going to represent something like this. You know,、mm-hmm. why are they wearing this? Because it's going to represent something like that. You know, like, I just. I can't remember which movie it was, but I think it might have been.、Um, I think it might have been that movie Valentine with Denise Richards.、Mm. It might be. It might be something else. But、uh, because of、um, it centering around Valentine's Day, they had to. F- Or the director wanted to figure out some way to get the color red in every shot.、Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that would make sense for a movie like Valentine. I haven't seen it in forever, but. Red in every shot. Mm hmm. Yeah, even the Warner Brothers logo at the beginning of the movie is tinted red. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I need to rewatch that. I know it's like total teeny bopper film of the 90s, but. Well, it、fun. was. It was just, yeah, it was just one of the Scream clones. Indeed. I mean, geez, you had Scream. I know what you did last summer. Valentine.、Um, the Urban、faculty. Legend. The Faculty. Halloween H2O is very much that is a scream. Yeah, that's a movie of its time. I still like it. Ugh. I know, I know. I, know. I just like seeing Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, fight Michael Myers.、Mm. Andy, don't forget your lunch. Egg salad. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> I mean, that is a nice neighborhood. It looks like. Yeah, it's, be- it's beautiful. I wish I lived, grew up in that kind of neighborhood. Right? I don't know if I. I have. Because I tell. I talk to myself on <laughs> these commentaries all the time. And I haven't really done that many commentaries with other people. But. And I know we've had conversations on the phone as well as the. Commentaries. So, you know, I don't remember who the fuck I said to who or, or what or <laughs> under what capacity, but my,、um, my father's side of the family grew up in a suburb or they lived in a suburb in Jersey called Blackwood, and it was very much. Like a suburb that you would see on TV. It was like、yeah. very Brady Bunch. <laughs> and we used to go there、uh, for Christmas Eve every year. And every year we would go, I would just walk up the block and look at all the houses and all the decorations and wish that I grew up in this kind of atmosphere because, you know, I, would, I was a city kid and. <laughs> You know, it was a new environment. It was a new environment, and I just wanted to. You never really saw the kind of area that I grew up in represented in movies. Right. But this was like stepping into 
like Christmas vac- vacation. <laughs> so, you know, especially with all of the holiday decorations and stuff. Yeah. I love driving around looking at the Christmas decorations. Well, I used to, but now I'm uh, I Scrooge. Know, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, not not just because of my visual disability. Now I just I hate the holidays. Aww. I used to love Christmas, and but what an asshole! Fucking little kid. Shoved him on the bus in the morning. Oh, I thought you were talking about me because I hated Christmas. No. <laughs> You're feeling you can feel however you want about the holidays. I don't judge. I find it kind of sad, but I don't judge. Well, the main thing that made me hate Christmas was when I got my first job working retail and I saw how ugly the holidays made people. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, I never worked retail, but waiting tables on Christmas isn't any better. And how is she always the same age? I know. <laughs> like, she's been the old lady for years. <laughs> how could she keep him... Um... If he had to catch the cheese bus home. Um, teachers were allowed or allowed to if a student has to stay after school for some reason. Then how's he going to get home? Parents. Inconvenience them. And she, you can't lock a kid in a room. No, I think that would be very much frowned upon. I mean, hell, teachers used to be able to hit kids. Not no more. Uh. Yeah, I saw my... Not my homeroom second grade teacher, but the other second grade teacher. I saw her uh, spank a kid. Mm. I don't know if that was okay. God, she was a bitch. I don't like kids, but, and I definitely don't want any, Aww. but at the same time, I don't believe in corporal punishment. Yeah. I don't think anybody should ever hit a child. Yeah. I agree with that. As much as you may think they deserve it. Teenage years, if they got it coming, go for it. But a little kid, no. Yeah, but teenage years is when they're they fucking report your ass. <laughs> they're smart enough to know that they can do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking to teachers. I'm talking parents. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, there's a difference between disciplining your kid and abusing. Mm. I, I, you know, I believe that. But when your, you know, 15 year old is giving you the mouth like no tomorrow, you, yeah, they deserve to get slapped. I'm not saying beat them, you know, I'm not saying leave bruises and, you know, just a good, but if they, if they have a slap coming. Uh, 
the hell was that thing that she moved? Was that like a mini trampoline or something? And no, it's like one of those um, spelling charts or something. Teachers of mine used to have them. Hmm. Yeah. And those big old clocks to teach you how to read an analog clock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sad those. that schools don't have those anymore. I know. Like, that genuinely breaks my heart that kids nowadays don't know how to read an analog clock. Mm. I don't even know if they're teaching cursive anymore. No, they're not. <sighs> well, I think it's a, it, it's, it's a regional thing. Ah, but my nieces uh, weren't aren't being taught cursive or weren't I mean I write print because my cursive is terrible but yeah but I also have the now that I have a pace of a server when I'm writing like my print is practically legible and honestly how are you gonna get killed with the with a yardstick I mean seriously Um, I I think it would take a while. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna tell me that there's like no other teacher in the school, you know, hearing screaming. Oh, is that Lester snoring? Uh, Nala. Well, she snores like a man. Yeah, tell me about it. She gets it from Andrew. <laughs> Open the door. This scene is so uncomfortable. I know. Open it. Open it. What else has he been in? I can. I know I've oh seen God. him in other stuff. He's been in a ton of stuff. He really has. A lot of times he plays an asshole. He does. His name. His name is Tommy. No, it's not. Listen, listen to what he's telling you. Hasn't he? No. No, he is not. For crying out loud, Joanne, the child needs professional help. Oh, stop pretending you're right about Andrew. God, that wallpaper is hideous. So what do you suggest we do? Send him back? It looks like a bunch of discolored... What are they called? Peacock eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> and come on, like, this is a couple in their, you know, late 30s, and they have antique photos of people that probably aren't even related to them. Aw, mm -hmm. poor kid. Well, this is his his first foster family wasn't it yeah because he had to undergo some psychotherapy before they deemed him before stable enough to be to be, be put in a foster home yeah yeah god that'd be horrible Like your mom has to be stuck in an asylum for God knows how long. Because it reminds me that the only one I can count on is myself. Being in, you know, the public school system, I knew 
of a lot of kids. There were a lot of kids, especially in, well, in particular in middle school, who they'd be there one day and then they'd be gone for weeks at a time. And these were kids who didn't have a stable home life, were either abused by their parents and had to be taken out of their home to be put in foster homes. And then all of a sudden one day they'd be back. And then, yeah, it was was a regular occurrence. I see it all the time. And, you know, and a a couple of friends of mine um, were victims of that. Unstable home lives, um, abusive parents, parents who are on drugs, things like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my childhood had its problems. Wasn't the most functioning household, but, you know, we, we could have been a lot worse. You know, my father died at such a young age when my mom had four kids to deal with and yeah she could have she could have hit rock bottom and you know gone sideways but she did everything in her power to make it work and we all turned out okay so my brother and i like horror movies big deal Well, we figured out your uh, whole uh, Freudian thing with dyeing your hair bright red <laughs> to look like Chucky. So, is it still bright red, by the way? No, uh, my hair is growing in, and it's the red's faded to like a, I don't know, like an <sighs> off red orange. It still looks pretty cool, but yeah, it's not the bright red that I want. What's your natural hair color? Black. Not dark brown, black. I'm Mexican and Spanish, so. Do you have black eyes? No, they're brown. Although I do want to get some of those contacts that cover your entire your entire eye, and it's they're, all and it's black. Very, they're very, very uncomfortable. From I believe hear. it, I believe it, but they look so cool. There was a Comic Con a while back, and I was at work, and this dude came in some kind of like steampunk cosplay or something and i just look at him and his eyes are just completely covered they're just black i was like holy fuck what are those he's like oh yeah they're not very yeah like dude <laughs> yeah you look like what's his face from limp biscuit do what did you want to look like what's his face from limp biscuit mm-hmm not Fred Durst, you know what I'm talking about? That weird guy. He used to have the makeup on. Oh, yeah. the I think it was one of the guitarists or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he was always, like, dancing spastically in the video. Yeah. <laughs> Limp biscuit. Oh, God. All right, so we're at the basement scene. He's chasing Chucky. <laughs> You're giddy. I am. When 
One of the times we watched this on TV, me, one of my sisters, not the traumatized one, but the traumatized one was there. And my other sister and I, we were, you know, watching it. The, the other one was just like, oh my God, it's Chucky, it's Chucky. And the other one says like, it's not Chucky, I promise it's not Chucky. Chucky comes down and the traumatized one, she's like, oh my God, oh my God, and it's Chucky, it's Chucky, change the channel, change the channel, you saw it was Chucky, change the channel. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she was about 12 at this time. Okay, well, that's so, just sad. Yeah, that's why it's so funny. <laughs> like, even to this day, I still have a tendency to, like, send her random Chucky memes. Just to, you know, get a rise out of her. Well, that's because you're evil. Yes. Well, no, it's because I'm the youngest. It's my job to torture my siblings. And it's never anything, you know, that scary that'll trigger something. It's mostly the cartoon ones. I would be scared to death to be handling one of those electric knives. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever used one. Oh no, I've never... Never touched one. <laughs> ah! When his when he breaks his neck, that is cringe. But it's like it's not that far of a drop. I mean, if he had put his hand his arms up, he could have you know. Been well, all right. I I mean, I don't think it was the length of the drop. I think it was the the awkwardness of the fall. Yeah, absolutely, and the fact that he's got a you know doll holding him up, but still. He could have been fine. <laughs> Get away from me! Aww. I know. Poor Andy. Oh <laughs> and no one believes him. I don't think she ever touches touches Phil, which I always thought was weird. Who? Because like she's. Yeah, because she's weeping over him hysterically, and you would think that she'd be, like, holding him or trying to, you know... Yeah, all she does is, um, she, like, brushes the side of his head, and that's when she sees the blood. But, yeah, she doesn't go to him. I guess she was afraid to touch him or move him just in case he would still be alive. Maybe. See? Cardigan, right there. Cardigan, white shirt, and jeans. Kyle's outfit. That's like mm -hmm. her clothing transition. Mm hmm. Aww. I love how simply she played that. Like, she genuinely feels terrible. Come stay at the center with us for a few days until we can. Who, Kyle? Yeah. Like she, yeah, I'm sure like Phil had his faults, but she, it's like she wanted the dude to die, and she likes Joanne. She didn't want to see her. You know, yeah, and I and she's still doesn't know what to make of any of this. Yeah, in particular, Andy, because even right there when she's looking down at him, like is she's she still cares about him, you know? Mm -hmm. like, she's yeah, just, she's kind of torn. Exactly. 
but like she doesn't look at him in a way that's like fearful. It's more no. of like, it's more of like a sorrow. Yes. Yeah. Cuz I don't think that she really believes that he's responsible for Phil no. breaking his neck. No. <laughs> She's like you. You are the cause of all of this, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Into the trash you go. <laughs> Did she say anything else about like stuff that she was working on or when you met her? Um no. No. Um, I don't want to take up like too much time because there was a massive line behind me, but you know, she was willing to talk to every single person that had something to say, you know, she gave everybody a little bit of time, which is awesome. She wasn't rushing me by any means. I just didn't want to take up, you know, a lot of time. You know, who I, um, heard is really nice to, uh, Jordan Ladd. Who? Jordan Ladd. Who is that? Uh, she's doing um, Cabin Fever. Jordan Ladd? The blonde. She's the one they lock in the, sh- in the, in the shed. Oh, okay. She's also been some other stuff. But, um, yeah, yeah, I heard she's, she's really nice. And, um. That's cool. Yeah. Somebody. She was also in Death Proof. <laughs> was she? Yeah, played a uh, Shana, Shanna, Shana. I don't know. I'm not um, sure how to say that. It's S H A N N A, Shana. I guess. <laughs> I just know her from Kevin Fever and Embrace of the Vampire, um, and as Charles Ladd's daughter, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she. Somebody was talking about meeting her uh, at a convention on the podcast I listened to recently, and said that she was really nice. And he said that he asked her, uh, you know, um, are you working on anything? And she just kind of rolled her eyes and was like, nothing you'd be interested in. And he was like, no, what? Tell me. And she was like, just a bunch of Hallmark movies and (laughs) stuff for Lifetime. (laughs) Aww. She's got to work. Yeah, exactly. You do what you got to do, honey. I'm pretty sure Christina Lee is going to be involved with the um, Child's Play TV show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was announced she and Alex are going to be involved. Fuck yeah. I remember the first time I saw him, like, since the movies, they did a retrospective on, like, kids who who were in horror movies or um, famous faces of horror movies that, like, where are they now Mm -hmm. type thing on VH1. And it was him. It was... Nico Hughes, it was Lisa Wilcox. Um, who else? 
um, it was like five or six different people. It was only a half hour, but it was still really cool to see that. That was the that was the first time that I had seen him, and um, I remember before it was before that, and uh, before he started making the convention circuit. Mm-hmm. They did a where where are they now thing on IMDb on his bio, mm-hmm. and it just said currently lives is currently working as a waiter lives in a houseboat with his girlfriend. Joanne. Aww. I mean, hey, as long as he's happy. Well, that was a while ago, so I'm sure right. he's. He's doing. He's probably doing a lot more acting now. Yeah, he might try to be getting back into it. Oh, you know what I remember about that thing? Um, that where are they now thing? He said that one of the main reasons why he stopped acting was he went to uh, in for an audition for something, and he said the casting director started laughing at him. Oh. And like that in, kind like of burned him. Aww. Hmm? Yeah, that kind of like, you know, made him like, be like, fuck this. This yeah, is what like, it's like to like, I don't need work this. in Hollywood. No. Aww, what an asshole. The director, not Alex. <laughs> Bitch, you heard me. Oh, now here we are in the mom van. How much further till we get to the kids? I forget his his real name too, but he's I think he's got a very Italian name. Who? Alex Vincent. Vincent's mm. his middle name. Ah. Well, let's find out, shall we? Get real, this is a station wagon. Shit. Um hmm. No, but it just says Alex Vincent. Are you looking at Wikipedia? Uh IMDB. Oh, he writes, performs music and poetry. Good for him. Uh, plays the keyboard and is a lead singer of his band Perception. Did not know that. That's one of those good guys, isn't it? Yes, it is. I love these things. Let's hope he's more. He has a little more talent than Corey Feldman. <laughs> right. Ah, oh, poor Corey Feldman. Oh, God, he's so pathetically deluded. It's sad. You seen dolls that pee? This one bleeds. This doll bleeds. Yeah, that was a reference to the original script mm-hmm. for part one. Yep, yep. You know, 
I, as much as Don Mancini talks about his original vision, you really don't hear any bitterness in no. his voice. Me, I would be pissed. <laughs> because they completely twisted his vision around. Yeah. And made it into something totally different. Because there wasn't even any voodoo. Mm -mm. No, not voodoo magic. Some nice. kind of magic, but not voodoo. I don't think it was explained. Well, it was... Yeah, like the... Doll was meant to be striking out against, you know, those that put him down or something. And then well, there was the supposed doll... to be there was supposed to be like a finger prick with Andy's blood yeah. and the doll's blood and that's what brought him yeah. to life. Yeah. yeah, because the doll did the doll did bleed in his original script and Andy becomes blood brothers with the doll. Yeah. And that makes him come to life. But I love that line. Damn women drivers. <laughs> They're there was also a draft of the script where Andy was the killer the whole time. Ah, I remember hearing about that. But I mean, come on. And I think in... Uh, I think in... in one of his drafts there was a lot of homosexual symbolism really kind of like well i don't think it probably couldn't have been as blatant as elm street too yeah. but i mean because that's you know oh, um yeah. but there was well, it might have just been speculation, but I think there, there, it was, it's perceived that there were some gay undertones that suggested Andy might be gay. And I think that was, be, that was in the script where it turned out that he was, he was the killer. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh that a lot of it had to do with repressed homosexuality and he he was supposed to be a little bit older right okay i was gonna say like when you're six you really don't know anything about yourself yet i know a little yeah what's going on here you did this didn't you i remember <laughs> god I don't think I ever told anybody this before. <laughs> oh, juicy story. Well, I remember being in like first grade and being in the bathroom during uh, lunch and this kid um, who was in our class um, was standing at the urinal peeing and he turned around and, and flashed me and I just thought that was the coolest thing. Anything like that happen to me? <laughs> Chucky says, Move your ass. Snap out of it. Yeah, like you never seen a dead body um. before. 
There's always this... In this scene with the fire truck, there's this one little girl who always bugged the fucking shit out of me. Because it looked like... She... Her, right there, that screamed. Because... <laughs> She was supposed to be an orphan, you know, and yeah. I think that she thought or her parents thought, oh, my God, this is going to be your breakout role. You're going to be like fucking what the fuck is her name that got Carol Lombard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like they gave her that that uh, nighty robe. She had like fresh brand new pajamas and slippers and a teddy bear and her hair was done on ice. The kid's supposed to be an orphan. Right. And they don't have, they're not going to take a, you know, a 10 year old girl for a blowout. Come on. And I bet it was, I always just had an inkling that it was her idea to scream and run when the fire (laughs) trucks came because that put attention on her. Right. Little scene stealer. Exactly. Well. Clearly, she never went anywhere. That we know of. She could be (laughs) fucking Jennifer Lawrence for all we know. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. But yeah, extras who who mug for the camera do annoy me, and I have noticed those. (laughs) Yeah, your eyes are just automatically drawn to her. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with that fucking robe. (laughs) Did you ever see... um, I don't think you could even get it anymore. But the original cut of Teen Wolf during the end scene where the extra has his dick out? Um, No, but I've heard all about it. Yeah, you can, you, I'm pretty sure the only way you can get it is on the VHS. <laughs> Alright, looks like I'm making that trip to half price. Oh, didn't you tell me that you collect VHS or you have some? I have, still have quite a few, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least, like, a lot of hard... VHS they have are kind of hard to find, and they're combined with stuff that I've recorded on TV. So, I'm gonna have to scour through those and watch some old commercials. You have originals too? Yes. Yes. Like what? Um, I've got a lot of the original Disney stuff. I have. Oh, God. Hey. You have the Little Mermaid with the dick on the cover? Uh, actually, no. My best friend does, though. Um, I, I have a bunch of recorded movies from Showtime. Um, let's see. I have Nightmare on Elm, A Nightmare on Elm Street, one and six. Uh, I've got the VHS of Stigmata. Uh, I don't know. There's a few of them. Some of these I think you can chuck. Yeah, I can't bring myself to. Um, I have H two O one VHS. Yeah, you can definitely chuck that one. I will not. Uh, God, jeez, I don't know. 
It's been a while since I've looked back there. With gathering dust at this point. Do you still have some? I have one. One? I have one. Um, have you ever heard of um, <laughs> camp motion pictures? This is it, no. Well, they released a lot of really, really low-budget shot-on-video stuff mm-hmm. back in the day, and then they uh, started putting out DVDs, and they have, I think they're called, like, the Retro 80s Collection or something, and there was a movie that was shot in 1989 called The Basement, but it never got released. I don't remember exactly why, but they put it out as a big box VHS with the DVD inside. Huh. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's it's really neat. Um, so, and it's got a it's a red uh, VHS like Nailgun Massacre. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, the DVDs, it's also got other stuff on there. Um, there's video violence of one and two in a movie called Captives. Captives, uh, which was never before released on DVD before that. Interesting. Um, I mean, are they any good? Um, I like video violence, you know, because it's really bad. <laughs> um, but the ba- the basement's fun. It's an anthology. Uh, it's nice. Very very eighties. It's kind of tells from the cryptish. They have like a crypt keeper type character who tells who tells these kids um, stories that turn out to be prophecies. Um, huh. That's cool. It's kind of um, Tales from the Hoodish, only super duper low budget. <laughs> nice. I can get speaking down with some of, which, of that. Speaking of which, I heard that there. Oh, I can upload it for you. Speaking of which, I heard there is a Tales from the Hood 3? I think so. I think, I think it's on Prime. I right don't now. understand why, because I don't think anybody liked Tales from the Hood 2. No. I didn't even bother because I, I just heard so much vitriol. <laughs> well, you've also got to make that judgment for yourself. The first one was okay. There was some stuff in it that was difficult to watch. Though, like the pr- police brutality right. stuff. Like I saw it once a long time ago, but a lot of alcohol and pot since then. Oh God! <laughs> the um, I remember when it first came out on VHS, the cover was really neat because um, it was like a a skeleton wearing sunglasses. Uh, sunglasses, yeah, yeah, and and they were they were mirrored sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Yeah, <laughs> David Allen Greer was in it. 
forgot about that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and he was really, really good. He was yeah. so fucking creepy. He played it very well. He did. And you wouldn't think that because I and at that time I knew him so well from a living color mm -hmm. that like I you would think that I wouldn't be able to buy him as that right. kind of character but he sold it yeah Fuck, like if you're gonna scary. do something like this give it your all he and he oh he did And I think what helped his performance was that little kid was so small and vulnerable. <laughs> and he was just a full-on monster. Yeah. I'm gonna get you fuckers. See, all they had to do was like grab the knife from his hand, pull his head towards the gate, and then start stabbing. Another one of my favorite lines is coming up when he <laughs> when he jams the blade in his in in the stump. I hate kids. Yep. <laughs> one of his most memorable. Well, it's one that I can relate to. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, the technician's death always cracks me up. The technician's death yes. with the eye. The eye. Yes. Oh, that's grisly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the death itself, but his the, his face when it's happening is Ooh. hysterical. <laughs> and he decomposes very fast too. I just love how he just happened to find a vice in order to put the knife into to pull I know, the hilt right? off of. And those things And the tape. Those things do not come apart that easily. No. <laughs> He's bracing himself here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think anybody would. <laughs> well, so much for I the know, exit sign. I know it's kinda wait. I had to hear the line. <laughs> I know it's kinda I know it's kinda fucked up and it's and and but it's in funny at the same time. But I also like the the line when he's crawling toward Andy on that little cart. <laughs> and he goes, he says, I'm gonna cut off your legs too. <laughs> like, oh yeah, how are you gonna do that, Stumpy? <laughs> <sighs> and the close-up of his little fist pushing the cart. Right. It's kind of adorable <laughs> I know you almost feel bad for Chucky almost almost <laughs> he is still a killer doll after all when he gets inflated which uh, when um, Kyle puts that the tube in his mouth mm -hmm. all I could think of whenever he whenever that scene comes up is he looks like a giant wad of bubblegum <laughs> I always think of Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> I've never seen that. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my goodness. It's a John Carpenter classic. It has to do with Chinese mysticism and magic and 
the three storms. It's pretty cool. I tried to watch They Live recently, and I could not get into it at all. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, that was one that I know a lot of horror fanatics grew up on, but I never... Because I don't really like zombies. Mm -hmm. um, but I found it on Audio Vault. So, um, yeah, it was audio described, and yeah, it was. I couldn't get into it. I think I saw this one. The cover looks familiar. Yeah, it's got Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. And I think. Uh, Ken Foray is in it, too. Mm. No, not that I'm seeing, or at least on the main cast. <laughs> I may have seen it. My brother and I it watched it. It might not be lot. Ken Foray, but it might be. It might. It's. It's, it's an African American actor who is known for being in a couple of our movies and I think that's why they cast him. There's Keith David, Cy Richardson. And from the images that's all I can see. Pretty small. All I could think of when during this part is when she said duck. If that was me, I'd be like, huh? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> oh yeah, the TV version, she says playtime's over. Does she? I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah, instead of flipping him off. I, um... I downloaded the TV version a long time ago, really? but for some, yeah, for some reason, it the DVD won't upload. Hmm. I don't know why, Weird. but I still have I still have the DVD. Are you still able to watch like, it? I I think so. I haven't tried. <laughs> um, some kind of player. <laughs> Uh, it might have something to do with the app that I, sh I showed you. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe if I try a different app to upload it. But I how, would like to have it. How old is it? How old is the DVD? Yeah. Uh, uh, probably 10 years. It's uh, not that bad. It was back in the days when I was downloading and burning everything on the DVD. Because that was the thing to do. I had I had so much obscure shit. And the creak of the wheels. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Chucky. 
I love the gasp. <laughs> it's like a double gasp. It's like, <gasps> God. I wonder what that was. That was the stuff that they make the doll. Well, I know what of. it's supposed to be, but in real life, like, I wonder what it actually is. Uh, who the hell knows? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe they did just have a big vat of plastic. Who knows? <laughs> Seriously, dude, you're gonna get decapitated. I'm sure you can find the TV cut on YouTube. Oh, um, I'm sure. I was looking at His the... knife is still stuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was looking at the TV... Um, well, the, uh, the work print um, scenes from Freddy's Dead earlier because I recorded a commentary for that last mm -hmm. night. And they cut like 45 minutes. Out really? Of it it would have been over two hours. Oh, Lord. Really getting to know what's Maggie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's scenes with her mother and stuff. Oh, yeah? Um... And there's extended scenes with the kids in the um, shelter. There's like six different versions of the scene with Carlos in the back of the van with the map. Really? Where did you That's find these? It was on YouTube. Oh. Um, that's one of my, that's one of my favorite lines. Carlos, I asked you for the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, the map says, says we're, we're fucked. fucked. <laughs> yeah, my brother sends that one to me sometimes. <laughs> oh, a brand new day, and Andy's got a new big sister. Yeah, I'm really curious to see the the TV ending. I don't remember exactly exactly what happens. They wait. Doesn't they it does it doesn't it pan back inside and you see like the big glob again? No, no. Um, it they're walking out and it still pans away from how it how it did, but the lines are just different. Um, yes, or um where they're going or where's home and she says i have no idea it looks like i'm stuck with you and and he says ah you'll get used to it that's that's it yeah i think i'm pretty positive. I... I know that i know that line was there but i don't know about the going into the big glob i don't think i think they do and i th oh. I could be wrong. I don't Generally, know. when I say that, I am. I'll ask my brother, because he would probably have a better memory of that than I do. Well, as soon as we can, we're finished with this, I'm just going to go to YouTube, James. 
and have a look see. Well, alright then. Cause um Yeah. Well, I won't be able to see it, but I something tells me that they do. They show the uh that big glob. And I thought that was really kind of uh, in part three, the way they brought him back right. because the blood drips into that. Whoop de fucking do that I part know, right? back, really. And but then again, I mean, what really brought him back in this one? Electricity, new body. Mm. Well. I and mean, Voodoo Food Drummies brought him back in Bride of Chucky. Oh my goodness, that shit was hilarious. Uh, awake, awake, awake. <laughs> that shit's just hilarious. So you just watched this recently, right? Uh, a couple weeks ago, yeah. And it's still as satisfying just watch it again so soon. every time like I said I can never get bored with Chucky at least the old Chucky yeah yeah like I told you I I just gotten the cult of Chucky blu-ray recently mm-hmm and because I didn't I didn't bother with it when it first came out like on sci-fi and shit because I really I didn't care right and I didn't think that it needed and they needed another one yeah I mean and Curse of Chucky was so well done Curse of Chucky was really good but Cult was just kind of eh. yeah I mean, it wasn't a great continuation to the Nika storyline. No. No, I don't think so. Although there were some interesting characters in the institution. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it had its... It had its good, its good qualities. I'll say that. But... Um, yeah. Okay, well, that was Child's Play 2. Child's Play 2, Child's Play 2, oh All yeah. All right, settle, settle. Never. <laughs> You're going to wake up the dogs. Didn't anyone tell you never to settle? <laughs> I That took me a second, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> um, so... I want to say thank you to you, James, for staying with me for this commentary. Uh, of course. And for the first one, too. I forgot to say thank you for that. Well, it's, it's always fun. fun to be doing these. It's a lot of fun. Definitely. It's a lot of fun, and especially to be talking to somebody other than myself. <laughs> and um, I definitely hope that you will join me for more commentaries very soon. I shall. All right. We still well, have, what, five more Chuckies to do? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Three, Bride, Cur- Seed, Curse Cult. Yep. 
Wow. Ugh, my stomach turned at the mention of seed. <laughs> well, <sighs> seed. Let's get it. Get your stomach right back up. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you to James and thank you to everybody for staying with us to the bitter end. You have any final words, James? Um, watch these movies as often as you can. The first two, anyway. Mm-hmm. And anything and, with Christina Lee's. Indeed. And go adopt some animals. There's a lot out there that need homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Well, um, thanks to everybody for staying to the bitter, bitter end. And until next time, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams.